this week on the Roommates Podcast. It's it's gonna take a lot of searching. It's gonna take a lot of uh, a lot of time and patience to have that, like to find somebody like that. If you're looking for somebody so specific, especially if you're, I mean, who, especially if you're a woman. I'm not trying to pick on women, but if you want a guy that's over six three, that look good, <laughs> that has a sensational job making a lot of money, that is faithful, <laughs> that is a Christian, <laughs> that dress nice. The Mercedes <laughs> and love his mother, and with no kids. <laughs> you tell me where they at now. <laughs> I'm just saying that's tough. That's the same thing for a man. Like if you want the girl that's five five, you got pretty brown brown skin, light eyes. I mean, just natural hair or whatever you want. Yeah. You know, freak. <laughs> Only for you though, virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so nigga, what? No, it's not happening. It's not happening, fam. Like it's not. No. So it's, no. Just don't complain. Yo, what's good, world? It's your boy Hafi. Christmas on the show, baby. Yes, and welcome to the Roommates, a worldwide community of individuals united on the values of holistic health, becoming kindness, togetherness, and a thirst. For knowledge. Also known as the best hour of your week when you are entertained like a stand up, educated like, like a, a TED, TED talk, oh, and enlightened like a sermon. Oh, wow. wow Take a note with the show, wow. nigga. You done, dog. Whoa, yeah, you like whoa. that? You like that? Whoa. Yeah, you thought you had that, huh? You really thought you. Wake up, Hafiz. Oh, man. Wake up, Wow. Love. You just went ahead and went all hey, the way. Hey, my bad. My bad. I forgot, man. I forgot. All the way Yahweh. All the way Yahweh? You know what movie that's from? No. Anchorman 2. Uh, you didn't like the Anchorman? Anchor Man, I like Anchor Man too. Was kind of in. Oh, you didn't feel it? Nah, it's Ron Burgundy. You know he has one of the top podcasts. Who Ron Burgundy? Yeah. Yes, yes, I can honestly believe that. <laughs> yes, I would love. I haven't watched it yet, but I would love to watch it. Have him on the show. <laughs> Not Will Ferrell, Ron Burgundy. You Ron bring Burgundy. him. <laughs> Don't bring yourself. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? Got a hat. Oh yeah, I got the. We, we went to Tokyo a couple weeks ago. So okay, we got, we got a little Tokyo hat. Shout out to Nihao and all the people over there. I haven't been there. I don't know what half he's talking about, <laughs> but apparently he has a hat from Tokyo. <laughs> so congratulations. Yes, sir. What? Why are you smiling like this? You're gonna do this again? I'm not gonna do it. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know you always do it. Remember how I told you? She told us that the first half of our podcast is just us just laughing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. A bunch this of is it. Jokes. This is the beginning of our show. We just laugh and do inside jokes. That's because, man, I want I want you all to experience how feast as I experience how feast, and it's hilarious. What do you mean by that? Oh man, what do you mean by that? <laughs> you just so funny to me, dog. Like the way the way you think, the way you move, the way like you think, the way you move. It's just so funny, dog. Hmm. You're like a walking, just comedy to me, though. Uh, okay, for real. <laughs> I just know what's going on over there. I know why you're smiling so hard. I heard Ooh. the cake sessions. Huh? Huh? Oh. huh? Some, somebody texted me. <laughs> huh? You yes. ever heard? How, you hear how he's caking? Whew! It's an experience. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> it's an experience. You're a silly goober. Now you go to sleep. <laughs> nah, it, I'm not like now that. Now you go to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, God uh, damn. Oh, man, you're funny. <laughs> you are funny, funny, funny. No, I'm playing. 
So before we begin, guys, we want to give a special, special shout out to everybody on Patreon. Yes, yes, yes. Patreon is our community of individuals who are supporting the show, keeping the show going. Um, we are really grateful for all the things that they've done for us, all the comments, all the encouragement. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we want to create a, a space for people from all around the world to connect, meet each other, build, have great relationships live a fulfilled, satisfied life, and that's what Patreon is all about. Yeah, also they ask us questions, you know, they try to get insight on the show, they do all, a whole bunch of other things that have complete access to us, so it's really good meeting from people all across the world. Yes, 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 yes. people all across the world. So guys, Crazy. thank you so much for everybody who has supported us indeed. Yes, Lord. Yes. You ready? I am indeed Are you ready? ready. Are you sure you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. I feel like there was something I was supposed to say after I talked about Patreon, though. Hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like there was something. How sweet. I don't remember. If it comes to me, I will pause it and I will get right to it. Let's Okay. All right. So where do we begin here? I always like deciding where we start. Come on, man. I'm ready right now. Cool. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> when you think about your life. Uh-oh. Open-ended questions. Open-ended questions. Jordan's favorites. Hate it. When you think about your life. And when you think about what you want from your life, would you say that's a pretty common life or a pretty extraordinary life? Mm, I would say pretty, it has a little bit of both, okay. common and extraordinary, cool. but not like nothing crazy. Okay. Both. So why would you say it's extraordinary? Uh, extraordinary, like, to me, it's like, uh, you know, not having to really have to be at work, like, have to be at a, you know, at a specific place from, at this place for a period of time, um, you know, Monday through Friday or something, mm -hmm. um, having complete freedom with time, um, and kind of dedicate, you know, when I want to work, where do I want to work, how can I work? Um, and just have really a lot of autonomy. I feel like most people don't have that. And that's why I say that's extraordinary. Just okay. at least on that work aspect side of it. Cool. Somebody, you know, how much do you, random side note, how much do you take the criticism criticisms of others and apply it to how you move forward? You talking about with the podcast? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I take it as I take I take it. I mean, I take it pretty well. Number yeah. one, um, I I could because they're listening and yeah. they see a whole different side of it, yeah. and I know um they want us to get better, you know, for you know their listening ear. So I take it pretty well. I try to you know emulate some of the things that they say, um, because I think it's just making me better as a podcaster to get my point across to help you know, people to, so they can understand, so I can better communicate. Uh, so, I mean, I try my best to, um, you know, take some criticism and see how I can apply it and put it in the podcast. I like it. You? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a balance I find in um it's a balance that I find in you don't want someone to shape your voice, but you always want to be constantly improving. Mm-hmm. Because if you're always responding to what somebody says about you, you're going to be always going to be changing. And eventually you're not going to be who God made you to be. Mm-hmm. You're going to be this parrot that this individual wants you to become. So I think it's a balance of listening, processing, praying over things, and then moving forward and applying it as you see fit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different ways you can take it. Like, to me, I kind of take it in as how can I better communicate it? Yeah. You know, wherever my point is, wherever my opinion is, wherever life experience I say, like, how can I better communicate it? Um, that's, like, the, how I kind of take it in. Now, if somebody says something, like, their opinion and 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 try to, you know, share with us their side and their mm-hmm. point of view of it, um, I could take that information in mm-hmm. and, like, okay, I can see where you come from or and I can – uh, determine what I want to do with that information after that. Yeah, definitely not saying uh, try like please everybody. Not mm-hmm. trying to be a parent. Not trying to do none of those things. Um, so yeah, it's, I think it's different ways to take the the criticism. That's real. So guys, this episode is going to be a slow roast. It's gonna get good. I promise you. Just, a slow just, roast. It's gonna it's gonna take us time to get there. I love so, roast. So somebody told me that <laughs> I was reading one of the comments. And they and they and they said that in a lot of the conversations, it's usually Chris opening up and expressing his feelings and emotions to how we got someplace. How did I got to my point? Yeah. Okay. And it's usually just me just giving just bullet points. <laughs> like you just sharing? Yeah. And like with no background? Yeah, 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 yeah. No context. You just like all women are crazy, and that's it. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say all women are crazy, and here's why. That kind of that kind of example. No, I think it's like I don't understand what she was saying, but the opposite is like you will before you make a point. I guess they were saying that you will give your emotional like background to how you got somewhere. Yeah, and then you make the point. I don't, I don't, I, I don't get it. I disagree with that to an extent, but I kind of got what they were saying because I guess they were saying was that a lot of times when I say something, I don't tell you how I got there to begin with. Just a random point out of nowhere. I can see that. Okay. So for today's conversation, I want to give some background. Cause I know we kind of started the prelude and then we jumped around. But I want to give the background to the conversation and then we're going to get into it because I feel like it's going to be a very, very good episode. One thing that I, I do is I want to always be aware of how people are perceiving our information. Mm-hmm. Because... There's two things that go wrong. First thing is that a lot of people, in my opinion, don't even understand how to listen well. They have struggle listening and understanding what we're communicating. Mm-hmm. I call it listening comprehension issues, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. The, the the strength of a good listener is to be able to understand what the other person is communicating. Mm-hmm. So if Chris is telling me go left and I'm turning right, as a listener, I am making the mistake by going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then at the same time, it's also clarity for communication, right? So if I'm like, Chris, go left right now, and you go right, I'm like, I told you to go left. The issue was I wasn't clear in my communication. So I can't just point the finger at you and say, oh, you're the problem because you don't listen well. I also got to look at myself and be like, maybe I'm not communicating it well. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a balance sometimes when I communicate things of, I think a lot of, in my opinion, most people get it, but then I would argue a lot of people don't get it, in my opinion, because they struggle with comprehending deep, complex points. But at the same time, I also have to be clearer in my communication to make sure things aren't well. So I bring that all up because what I'm what I've noticed is there's a lot of pessimism and cynicism in people's view of men, women, careers, um, and humanity, right? There's a ton of it. Like so many people, all they think about when it comes to men is bad things. So many people, all they think about when it comes to women is bad things. Careers, other humans, bad, 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 bad. So I just got really kind of tired of hearing people just always talk about all the bad in humanity, you know? And I was trying to figure out why do people just think everyone is just so bad? Before I continue, why do you think people think everybody's so bad? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, It could be a lot of things. Yeah. It can be, I mean, bad experiences. Mm-hmm. Obviously, from childhood, it can stem from that. Uh, experiences, experiences with the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, it could be something that your your expectation was too high of a career, and the reality it was really trash. So you hate that whole industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be something where you selfishly wanted something and you didn't get it. So you now you're angry because you didn't get what you want. Um, it can be all of those reasons why. Um, that person, that um, that sex, that career, um, sex. that place <laughs> is all like can be bad um, because of all those reasons. Mm-hmm. I like that. So yeah, it could be it could be because people were bad and the job was bad, or it could be because you were selfish and you didn't get what you want and now you're bitter about it. I mean, it could be all those things. Mm. And men and women have both those same problems. Mm. You know, I can, and I'm the first one to say I struggle with both. Daggum girl didn't DM me back. All oh, y'all crazy. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be yeah. something simple as that. So yeah. um, I think for those reasons, people say, you know, those things are bad. Mm. Remember that point you made about expectations? In reality? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think some of it has to do with that? Yeah. I mean, the thing about expectation reality is it's kind of like... Um, Break that down for the people who haven't heard that point <laughs> that you made. So um, the expectations reality is kind of like a um, how you like a tool can you kind of I have to use or some people use. So say if you're... Let's just go with career. Say if you have a career you're about to go into and your expectations of of the career is up here like it's going to completely I want to say completely it's going to satisfy you're going to make you happy you're going to make all this money you're going to have so much freedom you're going to have so much autonomy you're going to have all these things and then but in reality you don't you work 60 hours a week you have no time for your friends um it's a lot harder than what you think it is it's a lot more you know selling than what you thought it was all these things and in this place of like of brokenness it's a lot of um disappointment it's a lot of uh um what else, like um, frustration, frustration, bitterness, bitterness all those things that you have like in that window. So 
what some people kind of re-engineer or kind of do is kind of flip that. So instead of expecting um, the bar be way up here, they just be here. You know, expectations like, all right, well, I know it's a job. It's going to pay these bills. It's going to do this. But I'm not really expecting too much from it. Um, but in reality, it could be, you know, you could make some great people. You could have all the freedom you want. You can have a quicker promotion. You can have all these things. And it's a lot of happiness and joy when your expectations lower. lower. But the flip side of that, um, it's hard not expecting anything, especially when it comes to people. Mm-hmm. You know, because people show you the side. They show... You know, like you said, in the first couple of months, it's a it's an interview, so they showing them the highlights, they showing the best of themselves. Mm-hmm. So obviously, as human nature, you're going to expect like, all right, you open the door for me, you know, the first 15 times, I expect you the next open the door for the next 1500 times, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so um, it's kind of hard harder with people, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but that's where I say you can't put your all like that person is a guide and supposed to completely satisfy you. That's where that like where you can get murky if you do that. That's why I, I can see somebody failing in that and having a lot of bitter and angerness um, when they put their all into somebody. So that's where you got to put your all into God. But that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. Hopefully, I explained that well. No, 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 no. I I think you did. Hopefully, if they, if you did if you didn't, you would hear it in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. So. I think your point about expectations and reality is spot on because even to the point about people who've been hurt by other people mm-hmm. and then they go resentful for everything, it's still an expectation that it's not supposed to happen. Yeah. So when it does happen, like you said, I expect people to never hurt me. The reality is people are going to hurt me. So when that happens, I'm angry, I'm bitter, I'm frustrated. Yeah. So, I'm piecing all this stuff together. So, I feel like we, in the year 2019, don't fully understand what we're demanding out of life. Mm -hmm. And we don't understand how ridiculous the things we're asking for are because we assume it's what everybody should get. And I will argue it's because we don't fully understand history and we don't fully understand what's normal. Which the point of today is going to be all about this idea of how we're all asking for a 1% life. Right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted Gary V to come on to do this conversation because he's just so freaking good at it. But obviously, we know he's not responding. Yep. <laughs> so y'all go go in Gary V's comments and <laughs> light him up. <laughs> um, and so I think this is going to be fun for you and I. And I think it I think it involves three different aspects: career, people, and relationships. We'll save the one most people care about the most for for the end. So let's begin by when it comes to careers. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of super dope, amazing jobs out there, but most jobs suck. For most of human history, being in hunter-gatherer or agrarian society, it was 
work, the purpose of work was to feed and to provide for your family, right? Like mainly to feed your family. And it was hard. Like hunting is hard. You're a hunter. You know, hunting is hard. Yeah. So everyone realized that it was hard and it was difficult and it's not going to be easy. But then what ends up happening now is that now work is about passion. Work is about purpose. Work is about happiness. So most people are not experiencing that at work. And then they're mad at life because they're like, man, life sucks because my job sucks. But it's like you sit in the air conditioned office, you know what I mean, in a chair and you make forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. But my job sucks versus a thousand years ago having to freaking, you know, cross new terrains to hunt water buffalo you know what i mean <laughs> water buffalo yeah. so i i see that like so many people are really mad at their where they're at in life because they think that everyone's supposed to have this dream job because society has sold us that from a young age that everyone's supposed to have that mm-hmm. but in reality you can have that but it's extremely difficult to get there, mm-hmm. you know? Because think about, like, what would you say is, like, the top five dream jobs people have? Uh, it's random. Uh, professional athlete. Professional athlete. Um, uh, motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. Musician. Musician, for mm-hmm. sure. Movie star. Oh, yeah, actor, actress, yes. Yeah. Basically, all all entertainment, basically. Uh, I can't think of it. And probably like being a CEO of your own business that makes a lot of money. Your own business, yes. You want your own business. When you think about those five jobs, oh my God. How many people really are at the, like, living life doing that for a long time? The 1%. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, when we think about, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, bro. When we talk about like athletes get all the girls, it's a random random point. Yeah. Like I say basketball players get all the girls in the city. You know basketball more than I do. Mm-hmm. How many basketball players are on a team? Uh twelve to fifteen max. Twelve to fifteen? Max. I mean, really really twelve. Twelve to thirteen. Okay. So there's only thirteen of them. Yeah. And let's say Houston. Yeah. City with 5 million, 10 million people? What is it? It's not that many. It's like probably like two. Two? Oh, the Houston. I'm thinking about Metro Atlanta. I'm tripping. So Houston, about 2 million people. Yeah. 50% men, 50% women. So there's 1 million women. But it's mm-hmm. only 15 mm-hmm. NBA players. Yeah. How many people can name... How many Rockets can people name on average? Probably, I'll give no, no more than seven. You know what I mean? If you're a fan, yeah. If you just average, you only really know Chris Paul and James Harden. So there's only seven people in the entire city of Houston who are known and respected in the field of like professional sports. Mm-hmm. But we look at them like, man, look at his life. Like his life should. Be, my, why is my life not like his? Mm-hmm. But it's only seven of him. You know? Yeah. It's only seven. Yeah. That's like mind-boggling when you really start breaking it down to how. 
how unique it is to really be there. Mm -hmm. But for most people, like they work regular jobs and it's okay. Hmm. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. Uh, And here's this is where I try to, you know, use my own experiences. (laughs) Uh, No, it makes sense because my only my only thing is, and since it's such a social media driven world, we have access to all this information, all this opportunity you know, new beginnings, all these things. Yeah. And if I have people telling me that I could get this 1% life, yeah, you know, and I am unhappy at this job. It's not fulfilling. It's not purposeful. You know, I don't want to sit here and freaking label packages all day. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing packages. all that. Um, it's like in the grand scheme of things, when you look back, you know, a thousand years, like, yeah, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. I have nothing to complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it is something about, you know, I have this life, you know, I have things, I have dreams, Mm -hmm. I have things that I want to do and, and want to accomplish and want to achieve. And I think it's something about, it's something, cause my thing is, and that's why I push back at it. Mm -hmm. If, if people stay content at their jobs, they're missing some kind of level of growth in life that. They cannot get if they actually go after the one percent. They may not get there, mm-hmm. but you'll develop you'll develop so many skills. You de- you develop so many characteristics. So you new new adventures, all these things that we have experienced. Um, taking that leap of faith, if we just haven't, we just would have just been doing what we've been doing, and you know whatever. So. I I I get the whole compared to water buffaloes <laughs> comparison. Yeah. Um but in twenty nineteen, you know, it it people can lives can change overnight. Yeah. You know, and it's so easy to become a household name literally in a week. You know, my boss is hot, you know, Derek Lewis thing. You know, like nobody knew who he was until he said that one line. Yeah. And now everybody knows who he is. Um so but you gotta think about it. But how many people does that really happen for? It it's, doesn't happen for a lot of people. It's very easy. Yeah, but are you gonna tell your son not to do it? Do like try? No. Remember, it's not. I think what I'm saying is not about not trying. Mm-hmm. It's about realizing what we are. What we were taught is normal is yeah. not normal. You you saying that every you're what you're saying is not everybody's going to get it to get to one percent like like. Cause we've been te- we've been taught that everybody can get it and should achieve it. Yeah, you're saying that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, in, in you know layman's terms. Yes, and so I, I like your point. Like, yeah, obviously, like no one's com- com- concerned about first century ancient Near Eastern. Yeah, culture. Anybody, yeah, you know, yeah nobody cares about, that about yeah, like that. Bump the pyramids. <laughs> you might worry about that. But what I'm saying is that going back to your expectation reality point, and why I asked you how much of your life is. Like, normal how much of life is, like, extraordinary lifestyle. Yeah. Like, we don't understand that working a job that makes you happy is something that only 1% of humanity has ever experienced. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, most people were farmers, and that sucks. 
hunters that that sucked you know worked in factories like most that was most people's jobs yeah you know? but i mean like i said most like back then like a lot of people haven't seen or experienced like you know the one percent you yeah. know like i worked in the factory all i know is factory yeah. i don't know anything about anything else yeah um that's why i said it's just it's so much difficult like I don't know. It's so much harder now to be at, at work and seeing everybody doing what the crap they want to do and making a lot of money off of it. And that's a problem. We think it's everybody. And that's how, and like a random side note, mm-hmm. this is what, how network marketing gets people. Yeah. Because I've done, I've done network marketing. Most, a lot of my friends have done it as well. What they do is that they, they show you somebody who's obvious, who's made a lot of money doing it. So mm-hmm. Whether it's Cutco, whether it's World Ventures, whatever network marketing scheme it is. And I don't think it's all evil. I, I have good pros and cons, but we won't get into that. Yeah. They show you somebody who's making serious money. Yeah. There's always somebody who makes serious money. And they tell you, look at me. I'm normal. I, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I make this much money yeah. selling this product. This could so be ca- you. Exactly. Yeah, this yeah. could be you. So could you. You wish you were here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like. The reality of the matter is, yes, yeah. somebody's going to make a lot of money. Like anything in life, there's going to be a, a curve where people mm-hmm. at the top are going to make it. But that's not normal. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. But because you can see it. That's mm-hmm. it. That's how network marketing getting, gets you. A person sits you in the room and is like, look at my pay stubs. It's not, you don't got to go on Instagram anymore. You don't got to see it on TV. Somebody right next to you is like, look at my pay stubs. I did A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. And all you got to do is follow this simple formula and you'll be rich just like me. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, all that sounds good, but it comes to a, a point where you have to identify people actually helping you or trying to scam you. Yeah. You know, because like you said, mm-hmm. most negative marketing is not bad, but some yeah. of it's also not good. Yeah. Um. So that's where you definitely have to like understand people have to use discernment and he is this person selling me a drink yeah or you're actually trying to help my business yeah and and so the point that i the reason why i brought up network marketing is because that to me is life that's I, that's a reflection of life when it comes to careers yeah but yeah i, I can see that and i think my thing is when i when i say because when i say everybody sees that yeah it's usually the people that are following obviously you have control of whoever you follow and do yeah. all those things and not like obviously not everybody has the one percent life, mm-hmm. but if you're dreaming of you know being a big time p- photographer, I'm sure there's gonna be more than twenty photographers that are making great money, and you can see that and be like, man, you know what? These guys can do it. I can do it too. Everybody's doing it in you know in their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that's kind of where way I I reason why I said that. Um, like I said. Numbers wise, obviously not everybody's gonna live the one percent life. Mm-hmm. But not everybody wants the one percent life. I think you want the more one percent life more than I want the one percent life. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, so it, it to me it comes down from it comes down to, you know, what will like what goal that you have, and how can you accomplish that? You know, and. That's where, to me, where the expectation reality also comes into effect because if I'm expecting to live a life like Odell Beckham Jr., mm-hmm. it's not happening because yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on the football field. I don't have to shine Sunday nights. I'm not tatted. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to do all the. I'm not. That's not me personality wise. Yeah. So my expectation is ridiculous because yeah. it's not me. You know, um, 
So that's where people have to use discernment and really understand, like, okay, where do I want to be in my career-wise? How do I want to get there? How do I got to change? And have realistic expectation, have smart goals. I hate that. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got it. You can't, like, my thing is, if people, like you said, if people compare themselves to the 1%, mm-hmm. And they become, and obviously, if you compare yourself to the freaking mind days, you know, it's two level disconnect, you're in the middle, like, you yeah. know, and one side, you can be really unhappy comparing yeah. one way, and the other side, you can be like, man, I'm extremely grateful, I have nothing to complain about. Yeah. Wherever that person is in the middle internally, if they're unhappy, they, I mean, to me, they got to go after this to make them happy, yeah. you know? Like, they have to, they have to make moves, they have to do things, and my thing is, this is the time. Like Gary Vee been saying it. Yeah. If you want to change your life in 2019, it's the best time in ever yeah. in history to do that. You know? No, I agree with you. And my problem isn't about pursuing that life. Cause I agree with you. Like I think I want it as well. There's nothing wrong with pursuing it. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, the reason why it's one percent is because it's so freaking hard. Yeah. You know, like like when people tell little kids, oh, you know, you know, only. 0.7% of people get into NBA play basketball, mm-hmm. you know? there A lot of kids take it as people are telling you you're not good enough. Yeah, so everybody wants they're to doubting prove, you. you know, everyone wants to prove everybody wrong. Yeah. But to me, it's yes, but it's also, do you know how much work is going to take to get there? Yeah, but people don't talk about the work part, though. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, just, yeah so I'm yeah, just bringing yeah, it back yeah, to I work. Got you, I got so you. what I'm saying is, if you're, if you're, if you're a woman right now, and you want to have your own successful business, whatever business that is. I want to have a successful business. I want to be my own boss. I want to make um, $100,000 as my personal salary. I want to have employees. Yes, go for it. But do you understand how ridiculously hard that's going to be? Mm-hmm. If you want it, go for it. But you're going to have to bust your butt. You have to put a lot of time energy and sacrifice and hard work to get there and it's not easy and it's not gonna be fun it's a lot of dark and lonely nights a lot of nights when you have absolutely no money you know it's a lot of freaking eight hour drives that you got to do it's gonna be so flipping hard and so i don't think people understand the reason why some people get this life is because it's so it's just so hard you yeah know? i mean because like 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 people see the end result yeah exactly. you know they see like like that's like like gary v always talk about you know love the grind love the passion but people don't really see that they don't see it you know they just see him going into freaking escalades and flying off the dress and i'm i'm in freaking turks and caicos today yeah, talking yeah. about whatever yeah. you know so like people see just that one side even for us like yeah. people don't they i mean they know they hear it but they don't understand yeah you know until we write the book but they don't understand like exactly how hard it is to take a podcast from nothing you're not being famous for anything else to where we are today yeah i forgot yeah. i want to cry right now yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so um I think that's why I, I think that's where the disconnect is also because people just see the end results and not understand that you know it's like they see the flower, mm-hmm. but they don't understand how deep the roots are. Mm, like the, I take a lot of criticism and I take it <laughs> and I apply it. You know? Yeah. No, that's that's amazing, and and that's where and that's where when it comes to career, that's that's like my one percent rule when it comes to career. That it, I think for people under people believe it's out there. That's yes. what I think people believe. Please, yeah, the you can see in it. Careers, you can touch it. You people can do it. Can see yeah. it's out there. They can see. I want to be the top. 
heart surgeon. I, I can yeah. want to be the top um, lawyer. They can see that. It's clear. Yeah. But the 1% rule for careers is that, yo, it is out there, but it takes so freaking much sacrifice to get there. And most people are not there. It takes a 10,000% sacrifice. It takes so, and most people are not there. And so it, so it gives you peace, one, yeah. when you know most people aren't there. Yeah. Like, I remember one time, um, so like, we're, even with the podcast, like, we're busting our butt, we're grinding, and we're like, man, we're really not doing much, you know? But then when we really find out how many people are really, like, at that Rogan, Lewis Howes, Jordan Harbinger, Andrew Schultz level, it's barely, you know, if that 100 guys. Yeah, if, if that. that. That's I don't being, even think that's that that's many. That's me being super liberal. Yeah. But then when you look at how many people are like barely like touching a thousand listens, I would argue that's like tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. So it's like, like, like you said, it gives you the peace to know that like in reality, like keeping up with the Joneses is unrealistic because to me, the Jones is really the person next door mm -hmm. and the person next door isn't really living that much better than you are, mm -hmm. you know? So it gives you the peace that no, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm like everybody else. Most people live, you know, lives where they're going to have to work hard and, you know, live paycheck to paycheck ish, you know, be able to take care of the family, but not live too extravagantly. But if you really want that other life, it just takes so much sacrifice. It takes a lot of sacrifice and time. It takes so much. Yeah. You trying to be number one heart surgeon. Just don't date nobody. Yeah. yeah. For real. Stay yeah. in the books. You know what yeah. I mean? Read. You mean read people editorials and all <laughs> editorials. kinds of. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like You're going to have to sacrifice. Like yeah. it's, you're going to have to do extraordinary things that normal people are not doing. Yeah. You want a relationship? <laughs> we'll get there. Not happening. You want to be number one heart surgeon, dog. Yeah. Don't I don't want to hear about your three kids, dog. Work on my heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. it's um nah, it's it's extraordinary sacrifices to live that one percent life. Like Michael Jackson is was Michael Jackson yeah. for a reason. Yes. He they took everything from that kid. Yes, he did. They stole everything it's from ridiculous. him to make him great though. Remember that movie Whiplash we saw at Cousin <laughs> Nick's house? I mean that 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 what a movie, dog! <laughs> After that, we kind of we changed. Yeah. That's if you want to be inspired, okay. Yeah. If you want, go watch Whiff Flash. That yes. is a easily top ten movie. Yes, and 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 it's so it's so beautiful because it just shows you, man. If you really want to get there, like that's why I, I love biographies. Yeah, I love behind the scenes stories. I love uh, biopics because I love seeing just how much people sacrifice. And then another thing that I don't want to spend too much time on, I don't think people understand how many people are that talented. True. You know what I mean? You got to be good at it. You, know, like you got to be smart. <laughs> you got to understand, bro. Like, LeBron I, I, James I, uh, is 6'8". Yeah. 6'8"? Yes. He's, that's ridiculous. That's a tall man. I remember Wilder is 6'7". That's ridiculous. You got to learn how to fight, though. You got to know how to fight. If you Yeah, you, you can be tall all you want, but if you don't know how to put the ball in a hole, you suck. Man, I mean, yeah, I wanted my dream as a child was to find life on a different planet. Really? I realized my talent was. <laughs> hold up. Oh, okay, okay, get it all out. Get it all out. Okay, all right. This is gonna laugh. Laugh it out. I'll wait. Let me know when you're ready, Happy. I'm ready. I'm sorry. Y'all ready? Everybody's ready. Everybody's done laughing. Yeah.
I realized my talent was not being smart. I'm not smart, dog. I'm not smart enough to be in the rules, fam. I'm no, I did not. I was like, no, you're not good at science, Chris. You're not just no, it's not you. All right, let's go to business. Because <laughs> that makes the most sense. Okay, um, I can put two and two together and make four. I can do that. Life in a different planet. Uh, find it. I, I really. I was like, man, there's something out there, dog. Like, I really wanted to find life on a different planet, but mm. I realized that I, I have not called on this earth to do that. Yeah, I'm just God did not give me that gift of, of finding organisms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 in closing up that section, I like my encouragement for people who want that is one. That there's so much peace in in your life today, yes. and joy can be found in ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars. Joy can be found in all that stuff. But if you do want that radical life, you're gonna have to put in radical work. Agreed. You know, like if Michael, think about it. <laughs> if you want to be better than Michael Jordan, and you're freaking Kwame Brown. Mm-hmm. And you come to practice at nine o'clock in the morning, but Michael's been in there since five. Yeah. You leave practice at six p.m. Michael Michael leaves practice at ten. Yeah. How in the world are you going to compete with him? Not happening. You're not. Yeah. Like people don't understand how much work some people are putting. You got to put in a lot of work. Gosh, you man. Know, you got to be way past ten thousand hours. Way past ten thousand hours. Shout out Malcolm Gladwell. We need to put him on the list. That's how for real. Mm. That's, that's that's yeah. The outliers. Yeah. What a book. I actually read that book in high school. Oh, you did? That's the one I, sp- I yeah, you know how you're supposed to read a book? Yeah. That's the one I actually read okay. of Mice and Men. Um, Wait, outsiders or outliers? It's outliers. I just want to say out- of Mice and Men. Okay, I was making but sure. Outliers. We have to read that book in high school to the outsiders? I don't remember that one. Oh. I remember outliers, but I don't remember. I remember. Right. Yeah, anyways. So, next section to be touched on career is when it comes to humans. Yes. Like, let's not go relationship. We'll say that for the end. People just think everybody sucks. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks everybody sucks mm-hmm. as human beings. Why? Expectations too high. Break I think it expect, down. I think I think expectations of people are too high, um, and I think people are also very self centered at the same mm. time. So, um, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I think people automatically know like what people automatically not assume mm. that they know information that you know already. Mm. So if a certain situation pops up, well, I mean, I'm recording, what's up? No, I'm right. just double checking the time. If, so, if certain situations pop up, you know, in your mind, you already know what you do, like you'll do, mm-hmm. but in that other person's mind, they'll do something completely different, mm-hmm. and obviously it's a disconnect and you're angry, mad, whatever, sad, hurt. And then self-centeredness is also a, like, as well, like I, like you should do this for me, you know, mm-hmm. or like this is a way that it should happen for me, or I think it should happen in this way, and also, um, that's where you can get a lot of angry people as well. So I think expectations of people high, and people just assuming they are like you should know what to do in certain situations, and then self centeredness as well. I think those two um, lead to a lot of angry folks. Mm. I love the point of my expectations. It's kind of the consistent theme that I'm seeing can be going on throughout this episode, and yeah, and so. I agree with that as well, because like I said, one day I was going through the comments, give you some background. One day I was, <laughs> one day I was going through the comments <laughs> and, 
you know, and I was just just reading people's thoughts and just, you know, like I said, we want to we want to have an ear to the streets. We don't ever want to be oblivious to how people are processing information. No, you're not supposed to be in a bubble. Yeah. So we were li- reading the comments, you know, process. And I was like, man, I kept on reading, man, people suck. Humans suck. Like the way to stop depression, stop being around human beings. And, and everyone's ter- and I was just like. If you personally believe that humans suck, do you suck also? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I, I would argue that most people don't think that they suck, which goes back to the radical accountability episode that we had two weeks, two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Most people don't think they suck. They think everybody else sucks. But I'm like, let's play your game. So if you suck, if everyone else sucks, but you don't, so you're telling me that you're the only non-sucky human being on the planet? Mm-hmm. There's 7 billion people on this planet. There's not another single soul besides one of you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that radical. Yeah. I think I think it's uh it's like like playing like for example, if you're if you're um living with roommates and you see dishes in the sink, you're so used to growing up where if there're dishes in the sink, you clean them, mm-hmm. right? And then that's the end of the story. But the other person um, is not used to that. You know, they'll probably have their mom do it, dad do it, or they wait till no dishes are available, and then they'll clean, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, people, like, that person that used to having, like, just a clean kitchen all the time will just definitely determine that that person is dirty mm-hmm. or not clean or, you know, not, like, obviously not a bad person, but mm-hmm. you're dirty because you leave dishes in the sink versus like they don't really understand like they grew up in like this and they always live like this they mm-hmm. may not know it's wrong um so i don't think it's that radical where it's like <clears throat> um i'm the only good person I, like i say i think they just use their own experiences mm-hmm. or expectations and then people doesn't don't meet that that's when you become dirty yeah i love that point and so then it poses the questions is people are your expectations realistic and and are you viewing people under a skewed lens? Right? Yeah. And so this is my 1% rule for human beings. Let's play their game. Let's say that almost everybody sucks. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that 1% of people don't suck. Mm-hmm. Let's just say at the minimum, 1% of people don't suck. You're... In the United States of America, most people listening, shout out to everybody around the world. Shout out, shout out. Shout out to the national audience. Yes, Lord. We love y'all. We'll visit. We will visit soon. There's 300 million people in the United States. If 1% of those people are good, that means there's 3 million good people in the United States. Hafiz, that's a needle in a haystack. Mm-hmm. Yes, but no. Yes, because yet there's a small percentage. But no, if you're really a really good person, what are you probably going to connect with and hang out with? Mm-hmm. Other really good, dope people. So if you go out and about, yeah, you're going to see a lot of garbage, but you're naturally going to connect and vibe with those who are good. So if you only need three to five friends and there's three million good people out there, to me, it seems like it's very possible that you can just find good people also mm-hmm. instead of viewing it as in a pessimistic worldview, like, Oh my, almost everybody's bad, 
but there is somebody out there who's good. All you need is three. One, even if you want one friend, all you got to find is one good friend. You telling me there's not one good friend out there. And I think people's pushback on that would be, yeah, but I got like too many people let me down. So I've given up on finding that person. I've been hurt. I've been hurt before. Mm-hmm. But my question is, how many times have you been hurt before? Mm-hmm. Like you, how many times do you feel like you've been hurt before by people? Like truly hurt? Yeah. I hurt, hurt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I remember? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say no more than 10, 15. Okay. Dang. <laughs> Wait, I was supposed to say three times? Uh, but no, no, that's good. 10 to 15. I mean, for 25 years. I yeah, mean, no, I think no, that no, at 10 no, 15 no, times, no, I remember, yeah, yeah, I mean, shit, you okay. know? <laughs> so, and, and how many good experiences have you had with people? A lot. More than 10 to 15. Okay. Way more. So, there was this guy who was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he said something really dope. That I'm trying right now. And he said that the problem in life is that the good memories that we have vanish quickly. Time flies when you're having fun. And the bad memories that we have hold tightly. That's why when your mom put you in freaking timeout when you were a kid, it felt like an eternity. You know what I mean? So he said the secret is to make the bad memories good by looking at it from a different light. You know, so instead of being like, oh, my gosh, I wasted a year of my life dating this terrible woman. Be like, you know what? I actually learned a lot about myself through this relationship. Thank God I got with her and I learned from my learn from it. It becomes a positive memory and then it doesn't cling to you as a negative memory. What happens, I think, is so many people cling on. Shout out to Star Trek. People, too many people cling on to the negative memories of of their experiences. And they use it to determine all their other experiences. Yeah. You know? Easily. And so, like, when you really break it down, you probably, some people may be like, you know what? You're wrong, Hafiz. Most of my experiences, are, and, and I hear a lot of, honestly, women say this more than anybody else. Most of my experiences were with really, really bad guys or really, really bad people. And then the question becomes, so it's a very difficult question. Why did you only meet bad people in your life? Yeah, I mean, everything's circumstantial, you yeah. know, because everybody, well, mo- I wouldn't say everybody, I'd say most people would definitely say, you know, it's not me, it's them, you know, like most of the time. And... Everything is so, so circumstantial because it's so hard um, for certain experiences for them to look at like, man, how could I do better? Yeah. You know, especially if they're hurting. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that for people who say all my experiences with people are bad. My question is, why are you always meeting bad people? And I'm telling you, most of the time it's like just bad. They're probably going to say it's bad luck, like, you know, or they just, you know, they thought they was a good person. And then turn out to be a bad person, mm-hmm. you know. You know, most people are not going to just look in the mirror and just like, like say, you know, what did I do to cause this? Yeah, and 
And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that because yeah. I think I think it is a healthy way to look back and see, you know, how can you avoid some areas to not let that happen again. Yeah. Um. So, what I'm saying is like, um, it's always gonna be people that's gonna, it's they're never gonna blame themselves. Yeah. You know. So and that's I mean that's that's the the tough part. Um and and like I said, everything is circumstantial. Mm-hmm. They may have a point. They may not have a point. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. But where I was about to go with this, as far as it's not, it's a lot of good people in the world. Um, I do agree. Yeah. Like, um, and I mean, it's it's kind of like I don't know, man. It's kind of it's kind of tough to identify who's a truly good person, you mm-hmm. know, because people can be amazing at jobs and be a terrible wife or husband at mm-hmm. home, you yeah. know, and that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do, I think people, and it, it depends on, like I said, everything is circumstantial. It mm-hmm. depends on if they're actually trying or not. And people that do have to go out and meet different people and not hang out with the same people. You mm-hmm. know, if you were one of the ones that be around family all day yeah. and if you compare manhood and womanhood and mankind to your family mm-hmm. then that's not the good you know that's not a good sample size you know you mm-hmm. have to go out and and meet different people uh and try different things uh so that's why i would say that it really depends on how they're meeting these people and when are they meeting these people uh, to determine who's a good person and who's not a good person uh but I do. Th- I mean, I I I think people should start. I think people should start lowering the expectations of mankind, um, and I'm saying that you should expect to be let down or to 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 expect that person to fail. I don't think that's a healthy way, um, but I do think people have to understand that everybody is our humans, and everybody are going to make make mistakes, and not everybody is going to. Uh, completely, you know, hit the, you know, the target in the middle every time. So if you go into, you know, a new friendship and this person, you know, doesn't show up time, doesn't show up on time five times, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't mean every person is bad. It's just like, man, that's a flaw that that person has. Yeah. And it's kind of like you just kind of have to ex- to expect that not everybody's perfect, so yeah. they're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And um, and not so be quick to be like, you know, cancel them and get rid of them and done. It's kind of like you have to understand where people are coming from because they may not learn that set of skills to listen, you know? Yeah. You know, because listening to me is skill, especially active listening, and listening is exhausting if you uh, if you do it correctly. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just think, I think people have to have more empathy for yeah. others and then also don't be as self-centered like some people don't know like how you like to be held i don't know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like people don't know certain information so you yeah. have to communicate well and not just be you know yeah. feel some type of way when they don't know how you need to be loved or you need to be you know listened to yeah. or it's challenging. Of. It's challenging. It's extremely challenging. And that's, yeah. a, and that's a point going back to the 1% conversation. It's extremely challenging. Even if it's 1%, you have to, it's going to be a challenge to find these people. Oh, yeah. Oh, Everybody, yeah. like I said, we have this expectation that everyone's going to 
be there for us all the time and yep. be as patient for us and be as understanding with us, understand all of our quirks. No, it's going to be extremely challenging to find yep. those people, but they are out there. You know, like I tell people all the time, if you're listening to this podcast, you found it. You found a place of a community of individuals who are not perfect. Because trust me, we are becoming. That's one yep. of our first um, core values. Yep. But you found a place where people can grow, can improve, can get to know each other, you know, can support one another, who are trying to be good humans to other people. You found it. So listening to the podcast alone, like today, you found it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's it takes work. It takes work. You got to, you know, connect on Patreon. You got to reach out to people. You have to build. You have to be patient. You have to communicate. You, like, it's just, it's hard. And so what I think when it comes to humanity is, even if everybody sucks, there are good people out there. And what are you doing to find them? What are you doing to position yourself to meet them? And, you know, and then also, are you are you truly this individual to be able to attract those other individuals? Mm-hmm. That's a question we don't always ask. And so I really, really want to challenge people to stop viewing the, the negativity of humanity. Stop just watching the news and thinking that's normal. The news has a principle called if it bleeds it leads which means if it's if it's about something violence filled we people care about it you know there's a reason why if you have 100 comments and 99 of them said you're beautiful handsome gorgeous blah 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 and somebody said you're fat and ugly you remember the fat and ugly one so i would really challenge people as chris said to realize what are your expectations of people to to Stop viewing people through a negative lens and understand that if you really want to build life-giving relationships, especially as an adult, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, and it takes a lot of sacrifice to find those people, but those people are out there. You just got to be willing and able to go out and find them. Relationships. Dun, 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 dun. dun. So I was waiting for Esther Perel to come on the show to talk about this. I mean, we she can she can double back, but she ain't answering no email. No, she is. She is. She's all every time they're pushing it back Wouldn't all the time. T- stop. Ted, I love that lady so much, but you know, it is what we it can is. always double back. Okay. I truly believe this is where so many people mess up at. Okay. Because I don't think people understand what they're asking for in modern romance. Make sure you get background. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One day, to give give people understanding of how I live my life. <laughs> there we go. I, I don't watch TV. Okay. Um, I don't go on social media besides at six after six p.m. to comment and to respond to messages, and, I, and that's it. I don't ever go through the feed. So if you guys are like, oh, Fees, why don't you follow me and comment on myself? I don't go. I don't even scroll down. Whatever mm-hmm. is the first one that pops up when I hit the homepage to go to the DMs, that's what I see. Yep. Besides, I don't see anything else. I don't watch TV. I probably consume maybe three piece, three pieces of three different people. I'll watch them, hear them talk, but most of my time, I'm I'm thinking and I'm researching. I'm thinking. I have an idea. I'm reading a book and I research. That's all what I do. Eighty percent of my days. True. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> That's why we work. <laughs> and people would always say when it comes to like marriage and all that stuff, in the old days, it wasn't like this. People committed. People stayed together. People love one another. 
repeat like they always go back to the olden days and um this is dope verse i believe it's in ecclesiastes and i wish i remembered it but solomon said never talk about the good old days because there was no good old days mm-hmm. you know nostalgia makes everything more romanticized and when you really understand how marriages worked 70 years ago 50 years ago when marriages were at all-time high most people today would not want that kind of marriage you know like marriage in the past was very purposeful meaning i had my job you had your job that's why we got married it was a very purpose-driven marriage and the idea of love and soulmates and perfect partner that was not what people expected. It was very commodity driven. I'm a man. I need children. You're a woman. You need provision. You need you need protection. You need all that stuff. We trade. But if we found love, cool. If we did, cool. If we didn't, cool. It is what it is. But that's not the purpose of it. But today, everybody wants this passion-filled marriage when i would argue that not even one percent i would argue point one percent of people in humanity had this marriage you know like people did not have what we're all coveting today relationship goals all that stuff we're wanting things that are so improbable not impossible improbable And it takes so much chance, hard work, patience, sacrifice to build what we all want in an ideal relationship. And I feel like that's why so many, so many people are upset, especially the women. So many girls I know are upset because of things that happened before they were 22 years old. You got to think about it. Before you were 22 years old, like the guys you were dating were children, first and foremost. Like the older you get, the more you realize, bro, when I was that age, man, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's not even that guys you were dating were children. You were a child too, you know? So it's like what you were expecting is happily ever after this, this perfect romantic relationship. Like, come on, like, really? And so I just, I really feel as though these expectations are ruining people. And it's why so many people are mad and so many people are hurt because they're expecting people to give them things that historically people have never given each other. And if they've given each other, it was one in a million and not the one in one or one in two that we expect it to be today. And what are those things that people are expecting to get? Man, I think people, you want someone to... To be with you no matter where you go. You know? Like, no matter what happens, I want somebody to be with me. The ride or die. The challenge of that... Do you want me to explain the challenge or do you want me to give you a list of all the man, issues? Man, I'm, I'm trying to understand, boy. Okay, so... We have a podcast, yeah. man. Explain, but So, like, so like for example, the challenge of that is, like, a woman who's like, I, like if, I, if I want a guy to support me no matter what, and whatever I want to do, I want to support me and be my biggest cheerleader, this, that, and the third. That's challenging because as a man, you not a, a real man. No, that's not bad. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Most ambitious men have 
goals mm-hmm. and purposes that they that they and directions they're going to. It's hard for them to follow you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like so if you want him to follow you and to support you and be with you through all your stuff, motherfucker, he can't he can't do that because he's doing his stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's very hard for Steve Jobs to be his wife's number one cheerleader and supporting her through all her work mm-hmm. when he's over there focused on his work. Same with freaking Amazon guy, you know. So it's like to have somebody who's always adaptable for you. Oh, I got a I got a new job in Minnesota. Let's move to Minnesota. What do you mean? I'm a business in in Chicago. You know, so it's like we want someone to no matter where we go in life, we want them to come with us. But the problem in life is that then if we're both wanting to go in two different directions and we both want each person to follow us, how can I, how's that even logistically possible? Mm-hmm. I think everybody wants someone to like bear with all their issues, no matter what. I think people want someone to sexually satisfy them in the way they like to be sexually satisfied, no matter what. I think people want individuals to like, be as enthusiastic at the beginning as they were at the end. I think people want the person to have the same core values for them and to compromise only on things that they're, they're willing to compromise on. And I just think it's it's so much of passion, feelings, emotion. They want someone who looks the exact way they want them to look, you know, to talk the way they want them to talk. Like, it's just so much uniqueness to modern romance that we expect i.e like dating apps you will swipe to the left because i don't like her haircut you know and so those are just some quick examples that came to the back of my mind and you're and you're saying um all the expectations is the way the reason why dating is so hard today exactly like, and I would argue that, I hate to pick on the women, like they wouldn't be happy in the 40s when you have to be, 50s to be a stay-at-home mom. That's how most people worked. Like, that's how it worked. You, the guy wanted a stay-at-home mom, and they had some woman they married. You wouldn't be happy in that. So you couldn't tell, well, back in the day, no, back in the day, if you were you and you were there, you wouldn't be happy, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, we have to be honest about, like, the, the new dating sphere that we're in and how what we're asking for is very, very, very high expectations that for people for thousands of years have never gotten or expected. And if they did, they didn't get it, and a rare amount of people got it. Yeah, dating in 2019 is uh, it's very interesting. Very, very difficult. Um and I, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm not just. Uh, I think men have men, men has the same problem of as course. well. Um, they want women to be super freaks. Yeah, I don't they want know what. Be yeah, porn you want, stars. Yeah, like, what the fudge? How you gonna be a porn star and be just take care of you like your mom? Yeah, time, you know that like, don't, even, that don't dude, even make sense, my G. No. You picture that right now. It's not happening. <laughs> you know, it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's and then you got you got to know how to cook. You got to know how to take care of kids. You know. Oh, Duh. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, asking a lot for asking too much for a woman, asking too for a man is gonna be a lot of unhappy people. Um, 
I, 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 like I said, I, I definitely think it's both ways. Mm-hmm. I think, I think men expect too much, of course. And, and I think of women course. expect too much. Of course. Um, let's not. Oh, sorry. Let's make that clear, guys. Easily. We're. I expect we, too much of a woman. <laughs> that's true. I want you to look amazing. <laughs> Beautiful face, perfect body. Love the Lord with all your heart <laughs> and soul, and support me, <laughs> and like me, cause I'm. I mean, you know, what I mean, I'm a gay. So wait, all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous it's huh? always both guys it's always both but we're a guy podcast we're always going to focus on what, what relates to us the most but it's always going to be both it's always going to be both men expect too much women expect too much continue and yeah and I think I think I think we're I think men and women are such wait what's up I don't see no red light you see the red light yeah, no, it's always a red light. It's just I'm just checking the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I think men and women are so focused on what they want in themselves that it's like it's literally a job interview. It's literally like like what kind of what kind of life can you provide for me? How do you look? Um are basically like the two things like so what have you done in your life what life can you provide for me and how good do you look mm-hmm. it's like the first three things that people look for mm-hmm. easily before the most important thing which is connection mm-hmm. right so people are so driven by that and i think it's such especially in 2019 because men were driven by that like for a longer period of time i believe um, you know, they was looking for specific things in a woman and the woman was really trying to gear themselves to have those specific things to get a man. Mm-hmm. I believe I could be wrong, could not be wrong, who knows? I'm just a guy from Houston. Yeah. But in twenty nineteen, you know, you have women are taking whole much more control of their own life, you yeah. know. And I'm saying they didn't back in there, but they're taking so much more control. With career, what kind of man they want, uh, with their time, with their happiness, with their energy. So much so that they they become so so much more like a man. It's like you're literally talking to, it's like talking to one of the guys. You know, like I know you know you're a woman, but mm-hmm. like Lord, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. you have ambitions and goals and dreams as well. And it's to the point where a lot of people, before they even start getting that dating connection phase, they would stop talking because the dreams don't line up. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy wants to have, I don't know, be a freaking major CPA, but she wants to own a whole business and work from Hawaii. Yeah. It's not going to work. It's, yeah. You know? So, uh, it to me, it comes back, like, like you said, it comes back to the same thing with relationships. It's the same thing. You're putting too much expectations on people and you're too self-centered at the same time. Um, and it's kind of like if you're going to be searching for that kind of person to support you, to love you, to take care of you, to uh, be there, ride or die, et cetera, et cetera, and you can't find that person because that's an extremely hard person to find, then don't complain about there's you know no good men and no good women out there because you're looking for 
you know, one in 100 million person, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you should compromise. I'm not saying that you should, you know, give up. I'm saying don't complain, you know? Like, just don't. You know, it's 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 gonna take a lot of searching. It's gonna take a lot of uh, a lot of time and patience to have that, like to find somebody like that. If you're looking for somebody so specific, especially if you're, I mean, who? Especially if you're a woman. I'm not trying to pick on women, but if you want a guy that's over six three, that look good, <laughs> that has a sensational job, making a lot of money, that is faithful, <laughs> that is a Christian, <laughs> that dress nice. The Mercedes <laughs> and love his mother, and with no kids. <laughs> you tell me where they at, Doc. <laughs> you th- I'm just saying that's tough. That's the same thing for a man. Like if you want the girl that's five five, you got pretty brown brown skin, light eyes. I mean, just natural hair or whatever you want. Yeah. You know, freak. <laughs> Only for you though, virgin. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> nigga, what? No, it's not happening. It's not happening, fam. Like it's not. No. So it's no. Just don't complain. Just, uh, you cannot. Yeah. Like no man, she cannot complain. Just don't. Because uh, yeah. that, that that she don't exist. She may. Yeah. I don't know where she at. But I'm just saying, it probably don't exist. Yeah. So that's where I get where people get a lot of um, get real upset at the opposite sex and so angry all the time is because too high expectations and they're too self-centered. And sometimes it's a, it's, it is where it's like the woman has to be like, you know, more feminine, whatever. And the man has to be better at life. So to say like, he need to, you know, get his shit together and have jobs and have this and not try to manipulate and all these things. Some of those things, some of those things are true. But yeah, if you have high expectations and you're really selfish, it just you it's just hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to really just, you know, like understand you because like that is so much selfishness and so much expectation that you just have no room to complain. Yeah. Cuz you you're expecting too much of of one person. Yeah. And here's what I would challenge people and I love you you just you just freaking knocked it out the park. With, the, with your all your points. I would challenge people this when it comes to relationships. Count on your hand. No, not even on your hand. Count how many couples who have been married or together for longer than 15 years to have what you want. Yeah. That's a good, I mean, that's a good, that's a good Try question. Try it out. Right now, count how many couples that you personally know. That can include your parents, too. Yeah, that you personally know who for over... 15 years have been together and they have what you want. The relationship you want. The relationship that you want, they have it. And you know all the information. If somebody cheated back in the day, all that kind of stuff, yeah. like if you, and you accept you, that. Like, I want, I yeah, want that. You accept so, all that. Yeah. I guarantee you most people couldn't do one. I guarantee most people couldn't do one. So if you, you yourself know, I have rarely seen what I want, then you should know that what I want is not common. Like Chris said, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Just know that this is a one percent life, you know. Like what we want is a one percent life, and it's and we always said there's nothing wrong with asking for it, but you got to know if you want it, it takes a lot of hard work, sacrifice, dedication, patience, perseverance, persistence. It takes so much to get there, and it's not easy. 
But we all, like I said, it just blows my mind. I'm like, yo, you, like, even, and I, like, I, I ask men and I ask women, show me your ideal person. Like, show me them. I'm just curious. Like, show me the person. Okay, I, not even ideal. Just show me the basic, the basic person. Like, I'll, I'll be satisfied with this person. And I'll be satisfied with them physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Most people could even pull up a person. They all the only thing they can pull up is an idea in their mind yeah. of who they could potentially be with. Yeah. They couldn't even show you one person that they met in their life. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, what are we even asking for in today's world? And like Chris was, I love Chris's point. I believe it's out there. Mm-hmm. I believe, yeah, there is some women who are. Oh my gosh, yeah, this woman is the total package. And complete honesty, I know you don't like me saying this. You are the total package I hate as well. When you say that. I'm just not, being honest with you. Because that's bringing people expectations to. But it's, I mean, I hate it that is though. what it is. It is what it no, is. It's they, not. They, it is what it shouldn't be. But and but I can be honest. I don't know many Christopher Belos. You know what I mean? So. I don't know many guys like that. So I just really would argue that if that's what you want, man, it's going to be really hard. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong. It's just going to be so hard. But like I said, with careers, I didn't bring it up, bring it up with friends, but I'm going to say this with relationships. There's so much joy in good, solid people. Same way there's so much joy in good, solid careers. You know, there's so much joy in the girls who doesn't have the freaking, you know, watermelon booty. Mm-hmm. There's so much joy in the men who aren't six foot four. You know, there's a lot of joy to be found outside of our crazy expectations. Like, we just believe, oh, I, I won't be happy unless I get this job, unless I get this spouse, unless I get this friend circle. But there's so much joy in that. And I love when you go to travel across the country and um, you, like, go to, like, other places where they don't have the careers that we have, that they don't have the the spouses looking the way we want them to look. And we just see them. They're just so freaking happy. They're so joyful. There's so much peace. There's so much love all around because all the vain things that we want in today's world really won't satisfy us. Mm-hmm. But, but if you do want them, no, it's going to be freaking hard to get there. Yeah. And it's, it's not only, it's, it takes a lot of work within yourself. Like, to have that one percent person, you got to be one percent yourself. And uh, and in the meantime, definitely, I would say build. I mean, you got to build meaningful relationships. And to me, to me, the like that's why I don't like that that whole no new friends. Silly, silly, silly. Because rabbit. to me, to me, you can really get a lot of new friends, and people can know who you are and understand you and figure you out. And I feel like most people, I don't know this to be true. I'm just saying this off the top of my head because it sounds good right now. <laughs> most people, when they hook other people up, it probably works majority out of more often than not than a Tinder date because they both have idea like personalities which you have and what the other person has. Especially if it's your your good friend that you trust. Especially if it's a good friend that you trust. Like, um, so the more friends you have. Good quality friends. Mm-hmm. They also have good quality friends as well. And you can definitely like, oh, who shawty is over there? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. She looking kind of n- n- nice. N- 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 nice. But in the meantime, I do think people have to, um, if you want that 1% person, you got to build that 1% life. And yeah. that's, I mean, to me, it starts with character first. Amen. Building the character, uh, figuring out some character flaws, 
um, and how it, ways you can be better. Um, and then, I mean, you got to then probably career, then probably physically. I mean, well, spiritually be number one, but if it's spiritually, emotionally, character, career, all those things. Like you have to be, you have to be that one percent person if you want that um, that one percent guy or girl you want. I'm not trying to discourage anybody. You know, I think we're we're trying to uh, inform and and we're figuring things out mm-hmm. as well, and we're trying to make sure we d- deliver these messages in a loving way. Yeah, and we're, what we're not saying is that you can't want happiness. No, no, we're just telling you. <laughs> whoa, that's what I'm saying, dog. Keep him. on moving it. Well, we're, not, <laughs> we're not saying that you can't want happiness. What we're saying is that happiness is found in people outside of your freaking very very narrow expectations of what a beautiful woman or a beautiful man is yeah because like, she ain't gonna show up in the amazon package my yeah. not happening i love chris's point don't complain don't complain don't complain if you want that one percent life and the three things in the outside oh, they don't complain though. that's the sad part i mean i i, I honestly had this like i knew it got off of twitter for like a whole month because it was just absolutely ridiculous how Women was killing men. Like it's literally like every other tweet. Yeah, and it's, it's just like all the time. And it's like, who you following? I'm following normal people. Yeah, I'm not yeah, following a yeah. head ass. But yeah. I'm just like, oh my god! Like, yeah, it was just so much. Where it's just like, man, like why? Why are y'all so angry? Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah. They're so angry all yeah. the time. Yeah. I feel how feet. Yeah, I don't. I don't go into. I don't no, go no, Twitter. no. They're angry. Yeah. They're just angry. They're upset. They're done. Like yeah. they just. You talking about MGTOW? Yeah. I'm sure they got that whole other spiel. Like, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Re- I mean, oh my god, it's so it's so heartbreaking to see because I'm just like, man, yeah, I, I like guys like if they see this and they're and they're not mature, they would literally just go like, man, bump y'all females. I just do what I want because yeah. y'all already think I'm trash. Yeah, and the three P's that I was saving for the book, P's <laughs> that I've applied to everything I want in life is perseverance. True. Patience. Mm, true. And persistence. Always. And here's a point I'm going to bring up in closing. I'll let you wrap it up. Is I want to talk about perseverance right now. Because when you want the job of your dreams, you're going to have to work some really crappy jobs. You're going to probably get fired from a job or two. But you can't give up and say all these jobs are trash. When you want a good, solid friend and you want healthy friendships, you're going to meet some terrible friends. And you're going to be like, I'm done with all these people. You're going to be burned out. You're going to be screwed over. You're going to be playing Drake's No New Friends. You're going to be like, man, they let me down. They stabbed me in my back. They disappointed me. I'm done with people. Oh, that's going to be so tough. Because when you get married, you're trying to figure out how many bachelors you got and you only got two. Duh. And she got 15. Duh. Anyways, I'm sorry. And then with a relationship. You don't want to be that person. With a relationship. So many of you guys, when you're in your early 20s, you're going to date some terrible people. You're going to be in a relationship with some terrible people. You're in your mid-20s, you're going to do the same thing. Maybe, maybe unfortunately, in your 30s, you're going to do the same thing. But you got to persevere and not let the negativity consume you and shape your identity. Because that is what happens for so many people. So many people just give up. They're done. They say bump it. But I'm telling you, you have to go through so many L's, go through so much setbacks, so much disappointment, 
You have to go through. You have to be able to persevere. And that's my message for people who want the 1% life. Like, bro, it's not easy and you got to persevere. I'm going to say patience and persistence for the book, but <laughs> perseverance, perseverance, perseverance. Guys, it is not easy. I'm telling you this, but you got to be able to persevere if you truly want what you desire in this world. Agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, here at the Roommates Podcast, <laughs> LLC, Incorporated. <laughs> um, this, I mean, I this podcast is based off a lot of reasons why we started this, and Hafiz. I think the mainly the reason why the mo is number one pillar is because we're honestly becoming. We're trying to figure out life. We're trying to understand all these things, and that's literally um, our number one uh, rule when it comes to becoming. And, and this podcast, we're trying to help each other. And through helping each other, you all listen and get help also. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so if there's anything, uh, any questions, comments, concerns that, that you heard from this episode, previ previous 100 and whatever episodes that you need clarity on, you have questions, um, you need advice, whatever. I mean, that's what the life coaching is for. That's what the Patreon's for. Um, email us, DM us. I mean, do all these things to reach out to us because we're trying to figure out life as well. We're growing young adult men um, and who is just trying to bring light to the world. Um, and and we're and we're trying our best. You know, I feel like this is God gave us this uh, vehicle um, to really to do His work. Um, so please, please reach out. Um, please, please seek help. Um, not even from us, it'd be from others. And let's continue to talk through this. Um, let's continue to become high character, high value people, men and women in society, so we can have the families, the wives or husbands, the career, the passion, the purpose that we're all striving to get. We all need to do it together. Don't do it by yourself. Don't do it by yourself. Don't do it by yourself. You can do it. Some people, it's going to be harder for others. It's going to take a lot more persistence. It's going to take a lot more time. It's going to take a lot more hard work. But we can do it because we have each other. We just want to love one another. And God loves you. My name is Hafiz. Chris is the show, baby. And we are the roommates. And adios. Woo!